When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk the bombshell news of the night. Guess who upstaged World Series Game 3? Monday night football and a packed slate of NBA games last night. Uh, The other NBA team in Los Angeles, the stepchildren to the Lakers. The Los Angeles Clippers won the night by finally landing James Harden. The 76ers finally were able to send Harden and P.J. Tucker and Philippe Petrusev to the Clippers for Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Nick Batum, K.J. Martin, a 2028 unprotected first-round pick, two second-round picks, a 2029 pick swap, and an additional first-round pick that will be routed from a third team. And who better to discuss the potential impact of this Clippers move than two lifelong Laker fans. Richard Sherman and Keyshawn Johnson grew up here in Los Angeles, as, by the way, did James Harden and Russell Westbrook and Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. So, Richard, let's start with you first. My feet. Will this work? Oh, sorry. Sorry, Skip. Okay, you got it. Sorry, Skip. Um, Yeah, I got you now. You know, a little technical difficulties happen every now and then. Um, That's what James Harden does to people. Go ahead. <laughs> I just don't yeah. get it, Skip. I really, I really don't get what the Clippers are doing here. I, yeah. I get James Harden wanted to get back to L.A. I get that James Harden wanted to play with Russell Westbrook, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Paul George. But at the same time, how many times have we put James Harden in a in a in a picture with a big three? You know, it was it was KD. It was it was. Uh, it was him, KD, and uh, Kawhi. It was Kyrie, it, it was yeah. him, KD, and mm-hmm. Russ. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it, it's him, Embiid, and it, it's like every time you think, oh, another big three, another big three, another big three. I just don't see it working, Skip, and I don't see this getting them over the hump. And then again, what are the Clippers doing? Because all of these guys, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, uh, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, are free agents after this season. Free agents, Skip. So you're doing all this for a one-year rental. You traded away all your picks. You traded away all your future. Like, I mean, if it doesn't work this year and these guys don't resign, you are up the creek without a paddle. So, I mean, I I guess I I like it for what James Harden can do. James Harden averaged 21-6-10 last year. Mm. He can can be a great player in the National Basketball Association, but I just don't – I don't see this getting them over the hump. You got another ball-dominant guard – um, who who won't be the best player on the team? So it's it, he needs the ball a ton. He can assist the ball. He can he can pass. He can distribute. But then what do you do with Russell Westbrook? You already saw what happened with the Lakers last year. You can't bring him off the bench. Yeah. So he has to start. And so it just seems like 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 it, it mismatched parts now. Agreed. Go. You know I I like this move for the Clippers in a lot of different ways. I think when you look at it, let's start at the top, Skip. As I said to you several months ago with Rachel Nichols. He's going to be moved. It, 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 yeah, it took a couple games into the season to be moved, but at the top of the season, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen because you're not going to give up, number one, as much as the Clippers gave up to get him in the middle of the season. Not going to happen. So the value decreases, as you know, Skip, as time goes along. So the best thing for the Sixers to do at that point in time is take the deal that's on the table, which is a, an expensive deal for a, a, an older player, but he still can play. Uh, Richard mentioned... The big threes in the past. Okay, if Chris Paul, we could start with OKC when they were younger. They went all the way to the wire. Young team. He didn't get moved because he couldn't play. He got moved because they couldn't afford him. So he goes to Houston. He then pairs up eventually with CP3. They go all the way down to the wire. Game seven, correct me if I'm wrong, Skip, against the Golden State Warriors. If CP3 stays healthy, we never know what could be the end of that. Now you move him on to Brooklyn. Brooklyn was just a mess. None of us could survive with the Brooklyn Nets in this situation. And at some point in time, he realized, huh, 
after getting his way out of Houston, who wanted to rebuild, they move him to Brooklyn like he wanted to go with his buddy KD. But then the whole Kyrie thing completely just went haywire to the point where it all started to fall apart for everybody in Brooklyn. He decided, hey, let me go try my luck in Philadelphia, team up with Tyrese Maxey, team up with Joel Embiid, Doc Rivers. I can do this. I can do this. It didn't work out. Daryl Morley promised him something. Clearly, it didn't work out there. So he said, I'll tell you what. If we can't compromise it comes to some sort of resolution, I want out. So then they said, well, we're not getting you out. So they played it back and forth game for a little bit. Now when you look at it, he's moved to the Clippers, and you say, how can they coexist? Well, he does, if you remember when he was in Brooklyn, uh, Skip, he gave way. He decided to run the point, and Kyrie gave way to him and played the off-ball position. So when you look at it and you say, well, how can him, Westbrook, along with PG, or Paul George and Kawhi coexist in a certain lineup. Well, that's not for us to try to figure out. That's for the head coach and Ty Lu to figure out. And I'm sure they've always already gone over enough scenarios to realize, okay, I'm in Phoenix. Uh, we play Phoenix. We play Denver. We got the Sacramento Kings, a young up-and-coming team, and we got the Los Angeles Lakers. We don't have enough horsepower on this team to battle and take a chance. Now, when you look at the odds that just came out, they're in the fifth position to win the NBA final. Obviously, the Celtics at the top. I don't see them far off from the Celtics. I like the move. They get P.J. Tucker in this situation, a guy and a spotted three-point shooter, but a, a, a tough, tenacious defender who yep. brings some energy to the table. So I, I, I don't mind it at all. I think it works wonders. And but, as far as the contract mm -hmm. stuff go. I'm not worried about Steve Ballmer paying money. He'll go over the luxury tax nine times if he need to. Mm. And by but, the way. But what I'm saying yeah. is. Go ahead. Key, key, when does he become the problem? Like you talked about all the moves that was made and all the times he went but it's out. Not, it's, like, it's not a problem. This is the NBA. This is what they do. They sign the contracts and everybody talks about, well, Giannis signed this extension. Talk to me in two years. When it doesn't work out, you talk about Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. This situation in Philadelphia also could impact Embiid's future when it's time for him to renegotiate. This is just the NBA. That's all it is. We're, look, he's not committing a crime by saying he doesn't want to play for a team. Mm. That's, the, that's the cards that is dealt he's the just, NBA. He's just mm. not committing. Well, look, at the end of the day, he's not committing. But do organizations commit to players? Like, come on. It's just, it, that, I'm not going to get caught up in, well, he's not committing to them. I'm not going to make James Harden the bad boogeyman because he doesn't want to play in Philadelphia. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Mm. By the way, speaking of crimes, you, you mentioned Oklahoma City couldn't afford to pay him. Remember, well, it's because they, they wouldn't pay the luxury tax to keep James Harden and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook together. I didn't get it. I, I'm from there. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. still, that's oh, like yeah, the that's mystery right. of the world to me. But now back to James Harden. In honor of Halloween, the Clippers just fell into the worst nightmare they've ever been in. And they have lived in nightmares for years and years and years here in the shadow of the Lakers in Los Angeles. And I'm shocked that Keyshawn would applaud this move because you are the ultimate Lakers fan and you, you always talk down to the Clippers. I didn't, and now but you're I didn't say up to the but Clippers. But I didn't say, Skip, they was okay. winning the NBA final. That's yeah, not what I said. You said they're real close to the yeah, Celtics. They're close to the Celtics what? is all I said. All right. Lakers are close to the Celtics, <laughs> okay. too. All right. If Tonight for Halloween, if, if you want to dress up as somebody who will scare people, dress up as James Harden because he's now on his fourth team in 22 months. He has quit his way out of three teams, and I do not doubt that at some point fairly soon he'll want to quit his way even out of his home area, hometown here in Los Angeles, even though he's a happy camper as we speak. Let's see how long that lasts because now Ty Lu, for whom I have the utmost regard and respect, has the two biggest headaches in the NBA in the same backcourt, playing the same position. As Richard points out, both of them ball dominant. They need the basketball and they need minutes. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know how Ty Lue is going to survive this year without needing another sabbatical like he once upon a time needed when he was coaching LeBron and company in Cleveland. I, it's going to wear him out and blow his mind because there's no way to keep both of these two happy 
And both of his not, two, two wings, yeah. that's, it's totally true. It's not, and it's by true. the way, would yes, you believe, yes, listen to this, over the last seven seasons, guess who have ranked one and two in turnovers in the National Basketball Association? Russell Westbrook is one over seven seasons combined. James Harden is two over seven seasons combined. And Russell Westbrook over his career in the NBA has been the single worst three-point shooter in the league. So you're combining lethally high turnover, the highest turnovers, with a, the poorest three-point shooter and a James Harden who will disappear in big moments worse than anybody we have ever seen. And I don't have enough show here to tell you about all of his flameouts in NBA uh, uh, playoffs and postseason. But let's just look back at last year in Philadelphia. They're up three games to two over the Boston Celtics. And what happened in game six and seven last year? Here's James Harden combined in those two games. Seven of 27, one of 11 from three with 10 total turnovers. 10 turnovers, he was a minus 40 and plus minus in those two games. That is vintage, pure as you can get James Harden, and that's what the Clippers just acquired. It will not work. It will be an unmitigated disaster, and I can't wait to watch it because you won't just watch it. You will rubberneck it. That's what you will because I'll be watching every night. So will Keyshawn because he will be quietly rooting for them to fall on their faces. I quiet. No, look. And Skip, I, 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 but what I'm saying is I, I agree with Skip. I agree with Skip totally. I, I mean, you when, when you – Keyshawn, you're trying to justify a dude. He wasn't happy there. He wasn't happy here. He wasn't happy here. Like at some point, you got to look at him and no. say, maybe it's him a little bit. You sitting there saying, OKC couldn't afford him. Well, OKC should have stayed in Seattle with the Supersonics, but that's a story for a different day. But <laughs> then you go to Houston and you say, well, they almost got something done. And OKC, they almost got something done. No question. But he keeps almost getting it done. And then the last two teams, he quit. He quit. He said, you said, well, yeah. nobody would have liked it. In, nobody mm. would have liked it in Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, he asked to go to Brooklyn. Mm. And then you're like, nobody would have liked I it in Philly. I can't he believe asked that to you, go to Philly. I can't believe that you're sitting up here right now, Richard, saying that the man quit in Brooklyn. I can't believe that you said that. And you say almost what? in Houston. They went down to game seven. Okay, CP3 That's got a hurt. Almost. He, came, he got a win. He, at the end of the day, no, he didn't win a championship. But as a veteran player... He did not want to rebuild. Who wants to rebuild? You don't want to rebuild as a veteran player. You want to be moved. Okay, they wanted him okay, to stay. Okay, and they Cle moved him. They wanted and him they to him. stay in Houston. They offered him $150 then, million. He said, no matter how much money you give me, I don't want to be here on a reboot. So now they moved so him they to moved Brooklyn. they moved him where he wanted to go. Yes, and Brooklyn fell apart. Fell completely apart. And then they moved him, then they moved him where he wanted to go. Yes. There's and yes. They eventually, and? everybody got out of Brooklyn. All three of them left. All oh, okay. three left. And then they moved him where he wanted to go. They yes, were. that is correct. And they moved him. And then they moved him. And then they moved him. And then they moved him. He said, I'll tell him. you what. You didn't do what you said you want, were going to do if I exercised in. He took the, and he exercised in it. They decided to say, well, we're not going to extend you and we're not going to do this with your contract. So he said, I'll tell you what. You're lying to me in my face, so therefore I want to move on to somewhere else where I don't have to deal with you on a daily basis. And they moved him. I, I, That's just the reality. It's I, no again, excuse. It's facts. I, 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 it's context again, again. being given with the conversation. There's very little context, and you're How? ignoring the big picture of what he's been doing. Every time you're sitting there like, man, he just... How did he? How did he get out of here? How did he get out of here? He no, wanted he, to go he, here. He, he wanted to go there. He, he got out to go because there. Okay. he told him, Richard, I don't want to be here. As I said two That's and what a half months everybody. ago. That's what it's going to be. When I say to you, I don't want to be here, you're going to move me. How many more times can he goes. say, I don't want to be done here? That three I, don't, times. I don't know. I don't know how many more times. I know this time they did exactly what I said they were going to do. Mm. The same thing New Orleans did with AD. AD didn't want to be there. They moved him. Okay. Uh, 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 Dame Lillard didn't want to be a Portland, and they moved him. This is the NBA, man. Mm -hmm. This is not the NFL. It's the NBA. They're going to move you. All right, here's the other problem. 
in Philadelphia, at least James realized, because he does have some basketball genius about him, it's, it's kind of shrewd genius, he's a shrewd operator, but he realized he could feed the beast and lead the league in assists, which he did last year as Joel Embiid won the MVP. This is a whole different situation because you have two wing players who also want the basketball, but not in pick and roll so much as just ISO ball. This, this is an ISO ball team. Is it's it your turn those. or my turn? Yeah. Your turn or my turn? Been, or maybe it's my turn again. No, it's been yeah. that way. Yeah. But I'm it doesn't mean that they can't transform into something different. You just they mentioned won't. that he led the league in assists mm-hmm. in Philly. That's yeah. why I say to you, you say, well, everybody wants the ball. You don't lead the league in assists if you want the ball. You give the ball to the other team. That's saying, how you, I mean, you, to the other you, teammates. You, you got a that's whole lot of people you, but, who want the ball in different places. But if I'm the facilitator, yeah. I know mm-hmm. who to get the ball to, Skip. Okay. He doesn't. I'm he, not he, asking he, the, the, the two best players. The two best players are wing players, and they're two-way wing players. So these guys play both sides of the ball. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard play great on the defensive end. They play great yeah. on the offensive end. Okay. And they, they need the ball to be productive. Okay, James Harden does not. James Harden is liability. So a strength of this team is was defense. And so you don't sit here and nod your head and try to say James Harden it's is playing anymore. great defense. You, I, if I you never, say that, I'm walking off the show. I never be, ever said he played great because, defense. Never, so, so I'm shaking they, my head because they, you say they got weaker by getting James Harden to run the point for Because you can't – because him running the point does what? What What is he this doing not, that Russell Westbrook wasn't doing? Is he not this, going to distribute? Does Russell Westbrook not distribute a basketball? Were they not having success? Did not – did Kawhi and PG not have 36 and 24 uh, a couple games ago? Like, I'm trying to figure out how this makes them better because there are two sides of the basketball court. You got to play offense, sure. Okay, great. But then you got to turn around and play defense. And in the playoffs, defense is going to matter. You, what are you going to do with Steph Curry? You're not going to do anything. You're going you're to get out there and get cooked. And then what are you going to do when, when you got Jokic and them boys coming down there? What are you going to do when you got Denver? There's, you, very, what there's, are you very, few, there's very few guards in the NBA that play defense, man, that handle the ball. Mm. Very few. Well, there's okay? one named Drew Holiday. Uh, very in few, Boston. Very few, Skip, mm-hmm. that handle the ball yep. that play defense in the NBA. Yep. And we all sitting here trying to figure out what they're going to do why don't we just wait and see what they're going to do instead of trying to predict what they're well, going to do? Because predict. we don't at know. This, at this point, it's know. predictable. No, it's yeah, not. It's extremely you have, you have no idea what they're okay. going to do. And, and back to Richard's first point, who's going to start for this team? Are you going to play both James and Russ together in the backcourt? Because I think that's an impossibility. So are you going to ask Russ to do what Darvin Ham asked him to do a couple of years ago with LeBron in L.A., come off the bench and try to win sixth man of the year? Because Russ was never quite happy with that, and I don't think he's. It's all about happy. approach, too, though. Yeah. Okay. It ain't about. It wasn't about LeBron James. It was about Darwin Ham. He didn't respect Darwin Ham. He didn't want to be coached a certain way by Darwin Ham. Now, when you approach it differently, you have a conversation with somebody like a Ty Lue. The message is different. If that's the way that they want to go. I don't know what they're going to do. We got to wait and see a couple games before we start to just say, well, they can't start together. They can't play together. We can't just do that. Mm. You can't. What what we can do is use empirical evidence Mm -hmm. that we have. So Russell Westbrook was asked to come off the bench for the Los Angeles Lakers. He did not like that for good reason. He's been a superstar in this league four times. That's not why um, he didn't like it. That's not why he didn't like it. He didn't didn't like the approach. He did not like the approach. I'm trying to get you something, man. I'm trying to get you something. You're not giving me nothing. He did not like coming off the bench. He did not like coming off the bench. He said it. I can pull up many interviews where he said, this this is different for me. I don't like doing this. It it, it feels weird coming into the game like this. It feels weird not starting. He said this in interviews. So whatever you say, cool. He don't like it. So you're going to start Russell Westbrook, James Harden, Kawhi, PG, and who? P.J. Tucker could start potentially. No, Zubac. Zubac. I mean, either way, then what are you going to do when you run into the teams that are the best teams in the National Basketball Association? Like, how do you stop them with iso ball? How do you score with just iso ball? Iso ball. Four iso ball players. It's I, I going to be I different. I Three foresee is Ty Lue letting them run out there with, with just playing iso ball. Ty Lue is one of the top three coaches in the NBA, man. For a reason. I'm he ain't just saying, saying no. They've go been doing play, ice ball basketball. Now. Come on.
Come on, man. Keyshawn, you just said it's a player's league. You get to do whatever you want to do. You can quit your way out of wherever you want to go. It's a player's league. But when you're talking about a Ty Lue, it's different. It's a different conversation. This is not... This is not some coach that was pushed up to be a head coach that they don't respect. This, this is what I think y'all fail to realize. There's a respect level that's on that bench, and it starts with Ty Lue. No, I love Ty Lue, but even he will not be able to make this one so, work. So, so, they, so James Harden had, didn't have respect for uh, Doc Rivers. Is that what you're saying? Man, Doc Rivers and James Harden butted heads night in and night out, man, since he was there. That is one of the main so, reasons. So, uh, That's uh, one of the main uh, reasons again, he's not there. Is right that now. not a respected coach? Is that no. not a respected coach in the NBA? It's respected. So Ty Lue is a respected coach. Why is he butting heads with him, Keith? You mean you mean Doc Rivers is a respected coach? Ty Lue is certainly a respected yes. coach. And so it's Doc. I'm saying both of them. But just because you're a respected coach doesn't mean that me and you see eye to eye. I see eye to eye with Ty Lue. Okay, that's a certain peer member, a peer group member of his differently than Doc Rivers. I'm just trying to give you some info, man. I ain't, so I'm you're saying, not so here. So you saying Ty Lue is a friend, so it's going to work out better. I, okay. It's a different respect level. It's just different. You have certain respect for defensive coordinators that you listen to that, that communicates with you differently than those that don't, that you like, man, I, I can't play for this guy. Mm. No matter what anybody says, it's just that I, is the way it is. Mm. I hear you, Key, but I don't see him. I don't see Russell Westbrook wanting to come off the bench regardless of who asks him to. I, I don't know that he's coming off the bench. I have no idea what they're going to do. Well, I have what no do you idea. think they're going to do? That's the point. I, I, I would think yeah. you start. I would think that you probably are going to start both of those guys in your backcourt. Lord you're going to stay with the two wings, and you're going to go with Zubox. Then at some point, you will then set your lineup for the second unit, mm. and maybe Westbrook becomes a part of the second unit. Or James Harden becomes part of the second unit. No. I have to wait and see mm. because we don't know. It just happened less mm. than 24 hours that's, ago. That's what we do. We predict. We, we look yeah, at but that. I ain't going to be a wrong predictor. Okay. I'm trying to be a right predictor. How do you say this gets them closer to a championship? How do you, how do you justify that? What, what part of this just you justifying this? Because James Harden's playoffs last year does not make you feel like, hey, this is going to get him over the hump. But they're not going to ask James to score 50, man. This ain't game not, one against the game. Celtics. They're not asking him to go score 50 when Embiid is hurt. That's not what they're asking. I'm not, I'm not saying they are. I'm so saying, you just said how they're going to win a playoff game with James Harden. They're not they asking win a him. they're going to championship, not a playoff a champion, game. A champ, well, whatever. Clippers, ain't, in my, as far as I'm concerned, they're going to eventually clip because it's the Clippers. Mm. I'm just telling exactly. you right now, they got a good team put together on their starting unit. Mm. That's, that's what I can see. Mm. I can see that. You can too, Skip. No, I cannot. They got good players. Uh, all I, I know is that just two weeks ago, I heard Russell Westbrook speaking about how I'm going to get back to being Russ because I could average a triple-double here, 21, 11, and 12. That's what he threw out there. That would be getting back to Russ. You, you don't think he has found a quote-unquote new home, a new heaven on earth with Ty Lue and the Clippers? That, that just went hellish on him right no. before his very – yes, no. he, he's the no. one sitting back shaking his head saying, no. oh, my because, God. Because what you do with guys like that is you let them know mm. that we're getting ready to acquire James Harden yeah. and we're working on this deal. And then you get his sign-off along with Kawhi's, along with PG's. Yeah. That, that's what you do. You don't just all of a sudden go get James Harden without talking to them. Mm. This is the NBA. This is not the National Football League or Major League Baseball. They communicate money, money with talks their star in the players. Money, no, money talks in the NBA. And right they now, communicate Russ is with their star money. players. They, I, I, highly, I highly doubt they communicate. They might have communicated with PG and Kawhi, but I highly doubt they called Russ and he was like, yeah, yeah, they go ahead all, and bring James They communicate. All right, man. I, I'm, I guess they don't. All right. I am going to give the Clippers this, and Richard did mention it, but I, as people know who have watched this show for a long time, I'm a big PJ Tucker guy because he will play his tail off on that one end of the floor every night. He might go the whole game and shoot no shots. Yeah. But when he gets a hot hand from the corner three, yeah. he can get about Spot as hot three. as anybody. Boom, so, knock it down. So I love that part of this as a silver lining to it. But the, the, the bulk of it will be a disaster of a nightmare. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Now it is your turn. You can reach us with your thoughts pro or con. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet. This is the James Harden cycle. Harden gets traded to new team. Fan base gets excited. He lights it up in the regular season. Playoffs come around. He chokes in big games. And his team goes out sad. And then he requests a trade. Again and again and again. Keyshawn. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. All right. I'm just telling right. you. And here's second tell tweet. Tell what. Yeah, tell us what is right. Richard. No, that's Richard. enough of that. Stop. All right, let's go to our second tweet. This is from our man Rob Crabtree. James Harden trying to figure out how he can play for all 30 teams. Yeah, that's probably right. He's probably thinking about that. That would be an achievement. And finally, from Rick, who says, Skip had the best put down of James Harden. It's Halloween. Best scary costume for any NBA team is James Harden. Thank you very much. That's how I feel, but I've been saying that for years. So let's get on to my Dallas Cowboys, shall we? Big game at Philadelphia. So I will start this topic with my opinion. I am obviously not a big fan of Dak Prescott, except against the Eagles. I don't trust Dak in the biggest games unless the opponent is Philadelphia, as it is this Sunday in Philly. Dak is two and four in playoff games. Dak has stunk in three straight games against those 49ers, the first two, of course, in the playoffs. Yet, are you sitting down for this? Dak is 8-2 and two against the Eagles, completing 68% of his passes. Average of 272 yards passing a game, 19 touchdowns to eight interceptions with three rushing touchdowns. Dak is definitely a top-10 quarterback against the Eagles, maybe, I don't know, top seven or eight. Now here's the capper. Dak is three and one at Philadelphia. As uncomfortable as he always looks, at least to me, against the 49ers, he relaxes when he sees green. The Eagles are his comfort zone. I'm, I'm not exactly sure why, and I don't care why. I just know Dak's Philly phenomenon makes me a lot more comfortable about this Sunday. So Richard, we'll start with you. You're leaning Eagles to win a close game. How much does Dak's success against the Eagles make you reconsider? Uh, it, it doesn't, but Dak is good, really good against the Eagles, as you just said. You saw the stats. You see the numbers. Um, Skip, you are you are wild. You can't support him sometimes and not support no, him can. other times. No, Skip, I you got to no, I, I just spat facts right at you. That's what's happened. You spat yeah. facts, but you showed you, you that, that that's almost fair weathery. Yeah, no, it, it, no, it, no, no, no. Have we played the Eagles in the weathery. playoffs? No, we haven't. I wish we would. I just wish it's, one it's time we get to you face Philly in the playoffs. Be, no, I'm not fair weathery. Be in this man's corner no, or be against no, him. The no. man plays well against All the Philadelphia Eagles. That's your division We are rival. America's team. We are the Dallas freaking Cowboys. We have had Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman. We've even had Dandy Don Meredith. I'll take all of them because they're in a whole nother echelon from Dak Prescott. We deserve better than the way he has stunk in the biggest games, except against Philadelphia. It's just one of those weird phenomenon that at least gives us a chance in the regular season. Period. End of well, story. Well, I saw him play well in the first round of the playoffs last year against Tampa Bay. He did. As yep. well. I give Skip. you one. So, that, you know, okay. you, you can't pick and choose what you want and to see. And then what but happened? I still feel like and the, then what happened? Ugh. And then he ran into a better team. No, I mean, he did not. Happened, he threw Skip. two first-half picks, and they couldn't climb out of the hole. He probably missed. He went Jimmy G about five times in that game, missing open receivers. Well, Skip, they're going against the Philadelphia Eagles, who – who've given up some yards. We just talked about uh, the Washington have. Commanders and Sam Howe threw yep. for 397 and four yep. touchdowns against his defense. They're going to have to get some things together. Um, Sean Desai is going to have to make some uh, adjustments uh, to, to make sure this doesn't happen. But, again, he's not going to throw the ball a ton. You're, you're, all those wins are coming when Kellen Moore was the offensive coordinator. This is a different offense. He wants more balance. So you're going to see them run the ball half the time. They're going to pass the ball halftime. I don't know if they should this game, especially with what Sam Howell did. I don't know if balance is what you want 
in this game against the Philadelphia Eagles because I don't know running into Jordan Davis and yep. Jalen Carter is the Agreed. best uh, solution. Yep. But I think that's what McCarthy will do because that's what he was. That's why they got rid of Kellen Moore because he threw too much. So I don't see Mike McCarthy saying, yeah, let's throw it. 35, 40 times this game, and let's throw for 400, Dak. He's going to say, let's throw it 25, 20 to 25 times. Let's yep. run it 25, 20, 25 times and see if we can win this game. You know, Skip, it, it, to rattle off his lifetime uh, record against the Philadelphia Eagles is, is really good. He's 8-2. and two, He's 3-1 and one at home. Uh, uh, there, uh, there. Uh, yeah, 3-1 yeah, yeah, at, at, at Philadelphia's Philly, yes. place. Mm-hmm. They yeah. go to Philly mm-hmm. this Sunday, 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. Yeah. It'll be a big barn burn. It'll be a really good game. I hope so. Here's the problem, though. When you look at Dak Prescott's lifetime record above 500, teams that he has beaten above 500. That's it. Not so great, right? Not so great. And then you, you know, you like to do a little bit of history, so I'm going to mess with you a little All bit right. and go a little mess. history. So 2017, mm-hmm. they go on, the Philadelphia Eagles go on to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott's the starting quarterback in both of those performances, he was. right? Mm-hmm. So in the first performance, 37-9 shellacking mm-hmm. in the hands of the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Then in week 17, the Cowboys win 6 to nothing. On a team that's resting, they didn't play any. All of their players, all their players. I give you. So when you're playing against the dominant Philadelphia Eagles, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit different. It's like last year's Eagle team; they didn't play Jalen Hurts in the end because they already clinched. He gets the W. Well, so he he was just hurt, but they they, it it was Christmas Eve. Yeah, they had already clinched too, and he was hurt. So why play him? So my whole point to this is when he plays against inferior opponents, he struggles. Those Philadelphia teams that he was beating, not very good, so to speak. They were not very good. Mm. Now, when you start talking about championship-type teams, that's a different story. I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt that he plays well because I think he will play well. And the reason he will play well is because everybody's watching. They want to see, can you do something even close to what Sam Howell did? Can you show us that... What you did against the Los Angeles Rams from an offensive output yep. was not because it was the Rams. Good point. You could do it against Agreed. anybody. Yep. So the eyeballs are going to be watching. Mm-hmm. Do I think they're going to win the game? No, I don't think they're going to win the game. I think Philadelphia is still going to win the game. I think Dak Prescott will play better. I think C.D. Lamb will certainly show up. Now, whether or not they move him around like they did this past game against the Rams, that's something else to be seen because yeah. coaches sometimes they get too cute. And rather than go with what works, they try to invent something that doesn't work. So it'll be interesting to watch what happens on Sunday when the Eagles take the field, that's for sure. But I think Dak Prescott will play well. I just don't think they'll win. Okay. And I'm going to remind you, speaking of recent history, on that game, Christmas Eve of last year, again, I give you Jalen didn't play. It was Gardner Minshew, who's not bad, not bad. He, He had a big game against our defense. He really played very well. Dak played better. Yeah. Again, Jalen doesn't play safety, and you can say they were sort of resting psychologically. Yeah. They, they, they weren't you, you quite You mentioned safety. Yeah. Didn't they just go get a guy? They did. Yeah. They did. Well, and, what's his name? His name is Kevin Byard. And, and he, he has he, how many lifetime interceptions against Dak? Yes, three. Oh, and okay. yet he played against Sam Howell Sunday, and I don't know what happened, but as Richard just pointed out, Sam Howell threw for almost 404 touchdowns, and it pretty much went to the wire. It was a very close game. So the game on Christmas Eve, Dak threw for 347 against mm-hmm. the Eagle defense that was intact. There's no Kevin Byer, but there was C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who was he, he's more of a ball hawk to me than even Kevin Byer did. When your star quarterback okay. ain't playing, you already clinched. I got you're it. just out there going through right. motions. The man. final score was 40 to 34. So Dak's offense hung 40 on that Philly defense that I keep telling you I'm not completely sold on. Now let me go back just a little quick, just just a quick skip back through history, if you will. The, the first time I noticed Dak against Philadelphia came in the 2018 season when, if you remember this, Dallas played on Monday night football against the Tennessee Titans. They had just acquired Amari Cooper from the Raiders, and it was another Monday nightmare for Jerry at, at Jerry's world because the, the Titans came in and just spanked them. I think it was 28-14 to 14 and didn't feel that close. And that was the night Kevin Byard picked off Dak in the end zone on a throw to his new teammate, Amari, and ran all the way out to the star and did a T.O. celebration. Total humiliation for the Dallas Cowboys. The next week, when all seemed lost because Dallas had fallen to 3-5, and 3-5, and five, 
They go to Philadelphia as a big underdog. It seemed like it was maybe they were a 10-point underdog against the Eagles team that had just won the previous year's Super Bowl. And it got all the way down. I'm going to show you a play. It's third and eight at the Philly 32 late in the game. It's five minutes left in the game. And do you remember uh, Alan Hearns? I don't know. Richard, yeah. do you remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do. Al- I do. Alan Hearns. So he catches a big ball if we could see it from Dak that just changed the game and won the game. Here's the throw from Dak to Alan Hearns. I'm saying Alan Hearns did this and broke loose and got a little yak yards, and, and all of a sudden we are in business to go win the football game, and we did that day, I think it was 27 to 20. Yeah, 27 to 20. Okay, now I'm going to show you the one bad throw, the one throw that, that Dak did miss against Philadelphia because Cowboy fans will hold me to this, was in the 2019 game for all the marbles in Philadelphia in the cold and the wind. It wasn't snowing yet. but Yeah, week 16. Yeah, this is to Tavon Austin. Yeah. The only reason Tavon was in the game, if we could see this throw again, Tavon's in the game because Jason Garrett had benched Amari Cooper in the fourth quarter for running half-hearted routes. He had quit at the Jets. He had quit at New England. And Finally, Jason said, I have seen enough. I am yanking you from the game. I'm putting Tavon Austin in, who is kind of on his last legs at the end of his career. And he is wide open, a la Jimmy G to Devontae last night. And Dak just overthrew him. It was 17-9. to So Dallas would have to go for two to, to tie the game at that point. But that's the only throw at Philadelphia that I have seen Dak miss. So I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you guys can explain why against some teams you just – it, it may be just you just feel better. I don't think it's a matchup situation because it's not like he matches up well with the Eagles' defense, but he just likes to play Philadelphia. Maybe he doesn't like um, Philadelphia. Um, I don't maybe, know what it is. Maybe he's just a top-ten quarterback who plays like a top-ten quarterback, Skip. And maybe yeah, your, your lenses just in this game are a little clearer and a little less uh, against da- anti-deck. Uh, as they are at times when he Richard, when they lose games. Three straight well times not. against San Francisco, three straight times, he has been pathetic all three times in a row. Playoff, playoff, 42 to 10 this year. I, so the, the game you just said he played well um, against Gardner Minshew, you, mm-hmm. didn't mention, you didn't mention that defense, that Dallas defense that's so vaunted that gave up 34 points. They did. Uh, I, I noticed that you, you, you just kind of like, like, like grazed past that. So they're going to have to right. show up in this game as well because Jalen Hurts is healthy. De, uh, mm-hmm. DeAndre Swift can get the job done if, if there are lanes. That offensive line for the Philadelphia Eagles can open those lanes. They can protect. Um, so I'm interested to see that matchup. I'm interested to see that. I think Dak is going to do well. I think he's going to play well. Um, but I don't see them winning that game either way. You, Skip, you said you, some players play good against other teams, whatever, yep. and you don't believe it's the matchup. Well, yep. it certainly is the matchup. It, it, when you talk about these eight wins against the Philadelphia Eagles, it was either a Jason Garrett combination with a Kellen Moore or a Kellen Moore combination. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting ready to see Mike McCarthy. We are in the offense against the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm -hmm. If they come out and do something different than what they did against the Rams, you might see a totally different game. But if they decide that they're going to line up CeeDee Lamb in multiple positions in formations to get him the football, Mm -hmm. not just line him up inside where everybody knows where he's going to be, and we can make it so much easier to double him on third down. If you put him outside, you just move him around on Mm -hmm. the backside at the X, make him the big boy you have a fighting chance. If they come just vanilla lineup and go play football, you're going to get run out of the Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I promise you that. And mm-hmm. that's probably something that you don't believe or probably something you don't want to see, but it all goes down to the play calling. If you expect Dak Prescott to have any success, the play calling has to be superior. You have a quarterback on the other side in a lot of ways is better than Dak Prescott. And when you have the better quarterback in the game, Most times you win those games. And Philadelphia has the better quarterback right now. Okay, but Dak has played a little better than Jalen. He's played at higher levels than Jalen has played in his career. 
So this is the went one game. to the game. Super Bowl. What are you no, talking I, I about, Skip? I got it. I'm his, his biggest fan. Year, I was his the one second who called year it. as a full-time I starting quarterback in the National it. Football League, he I led his it. team to the Super Bowl and probably could have, should have won will, the Super Bowl. Go back and look at my timeline. The second they drafted him, I said the Eagles just stole Jalen Hurts and he will change life in yeah, Philadelphia. You just I'm way ahead of him. You just tried to tell me Dak Prescott. Dak against the Eagles plays at a higher level than I've seen Jalen play against Dallas. Jalen struggled against Dallas his first couple of times, but he's he struggling against everybody. I will say this. Uh, Jalen is leading is amongst the league leaders in interceptions this year, but they're still seven and one. So they're overcoming the yep. interceptions that he's throwing. Um, and he didn't throw one last week. He went four touchdowns, zero interceptions. So I, I don't know. I, I, I skip. I don't see you guys winning this game. I think Dak will play well and you'll still somehow blame him. Well, again, if he if, if he plays well, I don't because I'm here. I, I give him standing ovation. You will ovations find a throw. No, no. You'll find one little no. throw. I just need him to play well in the games that really matter to Dallas Cowboy fans, which well, are big you, games. You need number eleven to play well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did. Well, I told you from the because start. Because their number yeah. eleven. Yeah. I believe will play well. Well, I believe he will play he's well. Played well. AJ Brown five straight games. Six right? straight games. Six straight games. Yeah. AJ AJ Brown will play well. Okay. And that means that if he plays well, that means that Jalen Hurts is playing well, which means that your defense is not harassing the quarterback yeah. nearly as much as you would like to claim. Okay. So, therefore, Jalen will take advantage okay. of that. Okay. So, last year in the game at Philadelphia, Dak did not play. Cooper Rush played. He had won his first five starts for the Dallas Cowboys. And Jalen played pretty well but not great, and it was 20-17 to 17 Philly early in the fourth quarter. And Jalen took over. He, he took over with his legs more than his arm. He threw, had what difference does it make? I know. I, I got it. I got it. But they, they had three straight third and, like, five-ish. It was third and four, third and five, third and four. Every time he converted read options, he kept it once, and I think he pitched it to our, or let the, on the mesh, let it go twice. I think Gainwell got a couple of them. The point was – he did what he had to do when it was time to do it. So, But he didn't light us up because we are hard to light up because we are really good on defense. Ask Matthew Stafford. Did you just Gardner say Minshew hard to light up? up at 34. Man, the, the dude just mentioned Gardner Minshew for 34. I'm going to keep it this year. Yeah. Just to this year. All right. Brock Purdy sent you home crying well, to the point the next was... game against the Chargers, y'all thought y'all won the Super Bowl the way you were celebrating. Are, are, are we talking and about... the Joshua wait, wait. Dobbs, a guy who just got benched by Arizona – this Wait, week, are, lit y'all up hold on. for 222 on the ground running. Are, are we talking about the same Brock Purdy that Kyle Shanahan was asked about yesterday? As in, are you thinking about replacing Brock Purdy with well, Sam just, Darnold? That's just media really? conversation. Sam Darnold? That's it, a media it, it, conversation. Exact same Brock Sam Purdy Darnold? that lit y'all up. The oh, exact same one. You know, that's ancient history now because the San Francisco 49ers have lost three in a row. So, I don't think anybody on the show can talk Does about it? the 49ers anymore. I think it's over. I'll talk right? about them right now, okay. Skip. Three straight I losses? Will. What team loses three in the regular season, three straight, and goes to the Super Bowl? That doesn't happen. The San Francisco 49ers lost okay. three and then went to the NFC Championship multiple times. I'm still trying to figure okay. out how the Dallas Cowboys are going to get yeah. there, and the last time they went there was in the 90s. <laughs> well, My 90s playlist got, got some artists that. that don't even make records anymore. Yeah, well, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I think this is going to be the year, but you've heard that before. I was surprised last night that LeBron actually played. That's after playing 39 minutes in an overtime loss at Sacramento the night before. So much for limiting his early season minutes and pacing himself. LeBron wound up playing 33 minutes last night, including 9 minutes 20 seconds of the fourth quarter as the Lakers barely held off the Orlando Magic 106 to 103. Here's what LeBron had to say just after the game. It's definitely the way they've worked out so far in the season. Um, I think we probably should, probably will continue on that trend. Um, you know, as we get in on the fourth quarter, obviously that's winning time. And, you know, and for myself, I love being out there during the fourth quarter, being able to make plays. Like that's the best quarter for me uh, when it comes to being able to close out a game or being able to make plays for my teammates um, throughout the course of that quarter. So, Keyshawn, are you okay with LeBron playing this many minutes this soon? Absolutely. If his body can endure that, he can handle it, Skip. I'd rather be out in front, right? I'd rather, I'd rather get these W's while we can 
and we can put them together. Now we need to rest him along the way as we continue to win and we get out of the month of December, into January, close to All-Star break, all those sort of things. Let's see where we're at in the win column. And then we can start scaling back a little bit, then ramp him up again as we start to get toward a, play, a stronger playoff push. So I don't have a problem with it at all. Clearly, when he's playing, he's giving it his best, especially in the fourth quarter. If you can continue to get what you got from AD, which was the 26 points and the 19 boards and shooting only one three, I'll take that all day long with LeBron James playing and us winning games. That, mm. that, you, look, you want to win. That's the bottom line. And you right. want to put all them W's together and see where you're at in the end so you can have the right seating, the right situation. But you don't want to peak too early. Mm. You don't want to peak too early. So pulling, pulling it back from him at some point in time toward the middle of the season and letting him rest up a little bit more and then turning it back on toward the end, I'm all for that. Mm. And he, he know he picks his spots, Skip. It's not like he's sprinting every possession. He's balled out 100% every possession. He's cruising throughout the game. He's cruising on defense. He's picking his matchups. He's picking his spots. That's what a veteran does, Skip. That when he's playing long minutes, he knows how to pace himself throughout the game. Last night, it was a big game for D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell had, had 28. You know, he paced it. You, you, we talked about AD. AD had a big game, 26 and 19. So, it, it doesn't have to, all the scoring responsibility didn't have to be on his back. So he was able to, to facilitate, to distribute. Um, he did hit some big shots down the stretch. He hit a big three, he drove to the lane, uh, hit a big lay. But I, I think, I think it's going to be fine. Skip, he's a, he played in the National Basketball Association for a very long time. What is this, the year 21? Hmm. Um, and I, so I don't see it. I, I don't see it being an issue. And what was he averaging his first couple uh, games? 27 minutes? Hmm. So they ticked up a few more minutes. That's not going to kill him. No, but he played, you remember, against Phoenix. They were without Book and Beal, remember? So he just said, I got to play the whole fourth. So he played all 12 minutes of the fourth quarter to avoid the shame of losing to a team without two of its top three stars. Well, right? that's, that's what you're supposed to do when you're LeBron okay. James. All right. But yeah. then you, you want to I, I don't want anybody to come crying to me about how in the playoffs he ran out of gas. I, there, there's no more excuses about he ran out of gas in the playoffs. This is a different year, okay? man. Oh, this is different? Well, it's why a different year. Be, I, I it's don't a different know. year. It's a different plan, Skip. The plan is. Okay. I thought the plan was to really parse out his minutes, to, to be very. Um, committed early on not to play. Well, I don't know if minutes. it was early. I don't know if it was early on or not, or people yeah. just assume it was going to be early on. Well, that's but what I, they talked about but before I think, the year I think, though, Skip, over time, we will see his minutes reduce, and we see, we'll see his minutes increase on a game-by-game -game basis. Okay, but you got to be careful Skip, early, to, right? It, yeah, I mean, yeah. Not, not really. You, you, you let him determine it. Darvin Ham is doing that. He's letting him determine it. He knows... Hey, LeBron James is at the point in his career where he can make those decisions personally. He went to, uh, what, 10 finals in a row, mm -hmm. Skip? Like, yeah. that's a lot of minutes. That's a lot of minutes. The play His playoff minutes are probably as much as a, a total regular season minutes if you combine them all together. So I'm sure he has those minutes on his body, but he knows what he's doing, Skip. He knows when he needs to go, when he doesn't need to go, when he can cruise. Just because he's on the court doesn't mean he's all out 100%. He's going, hey, I know when to pick my spots. I know when to facilitate. I know when to drive. I know when to take my shots. And that's what he's doing. He's giving it to D'Angelo Russell to bring it down the court at times. He's giving the ball to AD and letting him go to work on offense at times. And at times, he's taking it upon himself to score the basketball. So I don't think it's going to be an issue. I'm sure he'll find games. The NBA made the new rule that, you know, you, you can't rest players without approval and all that. No, that's but it doesn't apply to LeBron games. James. because yeah, national TV games. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right, so, but, but LeBron James is excluded from that because of the amount of time. And amount that, of, that is uh, correct, and plus that game last league. night was on NBA TV, but it wasn't on a big national network. So you, you could have skated on last night. It was Orlando at home, and we I know they had w, some, though. Okay, but, but again, couldn't you have gotten the W without LeBron could, last night? Clearly, we must feel that we couldn't, and we must feel that we want a, uh, some, some cohesion yeah. with the unit and having him out on the floor will bring that. Mm. If we had him sit out, then all of a sudden we're still trying to figure how we're going to run offenses and defenses. This is the beginning of the season. Mm. They want to have some team chemistry out on the floor together. Okay. 
Does it matter at all to you that LeBron is already second in the league in turnovers so far? That's not like him. What does that say? When you touch the ball as much as he touches the ball, right. you're going to have some turnovers. Okay. That's just that's does, the reality. Does it bother you so far that he's now 7 of 23 from 3? That's 30%. Is it, no, it doesn't no. bother me, no. Oh. Because he, he hits the he, – he's been hitting big dagger shots when we needed him to. Now, I didn't see a dagger last night. Well, he, I mean, he hit one with like four minutes to go. Yeah, I mean, it might not have been necessarily a dagger, but right. at the same time, they felt. Does, does it bother you that he's now 11 of 19 from the free throw line? 11 of 19, that's 50. Well, he's never going to be 19 of 19. We already know that, Skip. Okay. He's not right. a just 85%, 90% free throw shooter. That's not. That's okay. not, he's not 95% free okay. throw so to You want point, him to be at 95%. No, I want him to be at 80%. How about well, 80? I mean, Jordan okay. is 84 percent. We not, you know, most of the greats are all up around 90. KD's up around. Okay, 90. well, he ain't gonna Burns, be at 84. Magic. We'll take what he gave us, and we are gonna yeah. run with it. Okay, all right. So the point right. last night was they actually did need him to play the fourth quarter because I'm gonna show you what happened at the end of the game. It got dicey, and Bancaro's got two. Lo- I'm gonna show you in a row. Or Bancaro has two great looks because one's a bunny at the basket. I-, I was very surprised he didn't cash that one. He left a little short going right up into AD, and then he gets a three, a wide-open three from the corner, and he, he's pretty good with that shot, and he missed that one badly. And then here's the end. LeBron gets his fingertips on Wagner's shots, shot which was good, but Jalen Suggs gets the rebound and goes right back out, fakes up under AD, and had a wide-open look. That was to force overtime. So that's the Orlando magic, and you needed LeBron last night to get you home. In well, that game. And, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. If we yeah. need him to get us home, Skip, why is that Why is that a deterrent? Why is that a problem? Just because uh-huh. he needed to play in the fourth quarter and do what he does to uplift us and win the game, that's a problem for you. Because if he didn't play, it would be a problem. And then he plays, it's a problem. Like, make up your mind. Right. Which hey, one but, is it? But he I, damned I, if he do, damned if he no, don't. No, he's not. I, if, Which if truly I, is, No, though. no, 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 no. If, if I had been the coach last night, although LeBron wouldn't listen to any coach, he just does what he wants to do. If I'd been the GM, if I'd been the owner, I would have gone to LeBron and said, maybe you should sit this one. Let's try to keep your gas tank full going toward the playoffs. Let's, let's try to be smart early about this Skip. because he Skip, did the run out of gas. four months away, man. Okay, but just or five months away. be Skip. smarter earlier. Skip, nothing, nothing he does right now and – October is going to affect what happens in the playoffs, Skip. Now, mm-hmm. if you were talking about in March, you know, if you were talking about later next year, next year, you know, in 2024, then I would be with you, Skip. But you're talking about October of 23 and resting him for playoffs in 24. I just don't I don't see that. If, if you came to LeBron James as a general manager and said, hey, this is the fourth game of the season. We want to rest you. Oh, I know you've been playing it. He would have said, hey, excuse me, brother. Get out, get out of my face. I got to get him. <laughs> well, that's I gotta get exactly him what he probably because... <laughs> said. That, that might have happened. That might have taken yeah, but place. You're not, but, but again, Skip, we are trying to get the wins mm-hmm. in the okay. win column. All right, I got so it. So we're up come playoff okay. time. Now, we're not chasing right. like we did last year. All right. Is it fair then? We're not in the, the play-in. The out-of-gas excuse is defunct now. We're, there's no more. No, on this show, I don't want to hear one person say, he ran out of gas in the playoffs. Well, if he runs out of gas in the playoffs, he runs Skip. out of gas in the playoffs. What are you talking about, Skip? <laughs> because you, you could have rested. You could have kept gas in your tank. Rested in yeah. the October Skip. to play Skip. in, did, in, did, in, come in on. Uh, May? It's a long season, man. Come on. So you want me to rest yeah, now this is to the, play in This May. is the fourth game of it. Okay, but this was the this plan. Is the this game. is all they talked about. We got a new plan. We got a new goal to keep him fresher. Well, they may have a new okay. goal. A yeah, new but plan. not the fourth game of the season, yes, Skip. He wants Skip. to play basketball. The fourth game of the season. They just rest. started. It's Orlando. Yes, yes they, that's they, the winning, point. Winning that's is important point. whether that's you your, know it or you're, not. You're making my case. They just started, so there's yeah. no reason. Yes, to, to rest him to at all. To let him about play. this. No. Again, you may not think winning is important. W's are important. Mm. Okay, you don't. Right. We don't want to be in a situation that we were in a year ago okay. in the play-in, right. fighting and scratching okay. and clawing to try to make the playoffs. All right. No more excuses. It's over. It's defunct. He cannot run out of gas because he's got. He, he's he's Iron Man. He's incredible. Okay, we got it. Okay, 